What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. This episode of the Fatherhood's Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad, where fatherhood stays fly. Check us out at flydadgear.com. Yeah, I should have put in the cloud. Oh, Yo, you are a cloud. Back to school. <laughs> Almost. Are you? Oh, so you, that's right. You guys haven't go. You don't go back until after Labor Day, right? Yeah, we we the ones. I think Miami ain't. Well, no, no, Miami's Miami's back back on. Yeah, my my daughter started school. My son, we're gonna start him next month. Oh, it's next month. I thought it was right around the same time as your daughter starting. No, it should have, like it could have, and it would have. But you kept him a little extra, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not ready, not ready. So another couple weeks. Is it getting any better? Like, are you mentally moving in that direction, or you kind of stuck in like, yo, I'm gonna, this is gonna be a void. Yeah, it's a void, bro. Yeah, I, I, I'm not feeling it. I'm getting mad sensitive with when, with these kids, man. These kids are fucking making me Mr. Softy over here. <laughs> what the like, hell? This guy is drinking. It's a hell of a jug, dude. Yo, this is a gallon of water. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be a conversation piece, but <laughs> this way I don't have to get up to go get water. I just pound out the whole gallon whenever so you can out, huh? hey, so, you can pause unpause it however you want so you can drink it and then piss in it afterwards right it's that big. <laughs> that's how much you're, you're supposed to drink in a day that yeah that you don't even have to go to the bathroom right <laughs> that would be a nice enhancement like just have something that you could let it go because when that water pee comes bro that shit is like an emergency you gotta run to the bathroom so is this like the prescribed amount of water that people should be drinking a gallon a day? It's or per you... body weight. It's for yeah, body it's, weight. it's more. Yeah, that's supposed to be more. I, f- I forget what it is. I think it's like half your body weight in ounces, if I remember correctly. But like three of these is supposedly what I'm kind of supposed to be drinking. Are you doing it? Every... I try. Sometimes yeah. I just don't have. Right. That means no. The animal. These right. are 33.8 fluid ounces. Shit. Hydration is important, bro. Better skin, just everything. Energy levels go up. It's pretty good. But like everything else in this fucking world, the people, you know, we know that water is good for you. And then you'll hear this, you'll read this one article. Yeah. Drinking water is overrated, you know. <laughs> right. If you drink too much, you can, you're, you could drown in your body, like some weird shit, you know. Yeah. Like everything, bro. Too much. is Like, did you, you guys heard about, this was a long time ago. There was like a radio promotion and it was like. Some like whoever could drink the most water in one sitting or something like that, and then the person that oh basically OD'd on water and died. Right. Well, on the Howard Stern show, sure. On the Howard Stern show, somebody I think like overdosed on water or something or something. Might have been. Might have been. Yeah. It's bugged out. Anyway, back back to the emptiness thing uh, concerns. So you're you're more sentimental now. You have two kids. I remember when you. Were, when the second child was coming into the picture, right? When he was, when your son was being, I mean, practically born, mm-hmm. you you were having kind of a similar situation, but it was compounded. So your daughter was, 
you know, going to school or on her way to school, if I remember correctly. Then you had your son coming. So there was like a combination of factors affecting you then. You had some of the empty nesting because of your daughter going away to school and then your son coming into the picture and feeling like you couldn't necessarily focus all your attention on him because your daughter was going to feel away. Mm-hmm. How, are, are those two still like significant factors now that your son is moving into school? Like the thing with my daughter? Yeah. Like your no, attention to your son, is, I, I, is she more forgiving about it? Yeah, I think, and I think that I've, I'd like to think that I've, uh, that I, that I give a good balance of attention. And um, I try to be hyper aware if, if, if I'm giving one attention, like kind of like where the other one seems to be at, mm. if they're paying attention, if they're, if they look and you know, and they still fight over me, like wanting to be one of them. If one's on my lap, the other one fights to want to be on my lap and stuff like that. But for the most part, I think um, I'm doing a good job of balancing it. And I think my daughter is getting better at it where it's not bothering her as much where now it's actually, it's flipping where he's being bothered oh. by her huh. getting something, her getting attention, her being on my lap, her, you know, being hugged. like, he's the one that tries to wedge in. He's the one who says, no, me, me, me. So I don't know if that's learned behavior because she was doing it so much. And he, you know, it's like, he was the nice guy. And then finally he's like sick of it. I don't know. Oh man. But, it is getting better. My daughter's getting a little better. I mean, she's inching towards being better with him, but she's still, she's definitely, we're having like these bratty episodes with her. Like that's getting pretty bad. And then he's in the, he's in the quote unquote terrible twos. And we kind of see uh, some of that in him. So, but, but I'm starting to worry about her and her and her and just her brattiness, her being spoiled. And, and I'm like, like we're kind of like we don't know what to do with it sometimes because she's just like oh my my daughter's dramatic. <laughs> who's the who's the disciplinarian between you and your lady when it comes to like your daughter, for example? I don't think either of us are good at it, and we're both doing like we both try to do it. Yeah. Like we I, both I, I look see. at each other crazy when one of us gets mad at her. You know what I'm saying? Right. Why like, you look at her like, like you're, <laughs> you're a little too you're a little too <laughs> over you're going a little overboard. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then I'll like when my girl does it to me, I'm like, well, just yesterday you was you know, you was giving her the evil eye and and talking crazy to her and you yanked her arm, you know, and now you're gonna get mad at me because something happened um where you know my daughter uh my, we bought this like uh train that they could actually drive like one of those are remote not remote but one of those are cars that they could drive but it's yeah. a train because my son loves trains so it's a little train and he still doesn't know how to really drive it yet you know so she's the one who drives it and it, it's it fits both of them but he's trying so he he tried to get on it and my daughter saw him like hopping on it and decided now's a good time that she wants to be the one hopping <laughs> on it she wasn't paying no mind to it before that So she goes over to him and he's like, no, me, me, me. And they're doing like this little wrestling match on top of it. She's stronger, of course. So she like does this like I did it to my girl. She got like, you know, like when someone like like just mushes you out of the way with their elbow or their Mm -hmm. arm. But she's doing that with her leg to like his like upper body and face. You know, she's like to climb on the thing. She puts her leg on him and like mushes him out of it pretty aggressively. Where it got it got me pissed, and then he like slips off and falls on his back. He doesn't get hurt, but it's just like it's all of it is very dramatic, you know, <laughs> and aggressive. And I and I look at her like, the fuck, who are you, man? And then she stands there with her one leg 
because I got mad. I yelled at her. She stands there with her one leg on top of the, the train thing. Like she's about to continue getting on it. And I'm like, oh, hell no, you're not getting on this thing. And she, and I'm like, get off. And she doesn't listen. That's the thing. That's the issue we're having. She just doesn't listen to no. She doesn't listen to don't do that. She just doesn't listen. And and because I was already pissed at what, what, how she was so aggressive, and then she's not listening, that I go and I remove her leg forcefully. Like, not crazy, but I'm saying, like, I had to use force because she's, like, keeping it on there with all her weight. So yeah. I move her leg. And it's basically falls. child abuse, right? No, man. <laughs> she, it sounds crazier than what it is. I just right. move her leg, but I had to, like, kind of, you know, grab it. And she loses some of her um, balance. She loses her balance, and she falls back. And she's she should be playing in the NBA or the WNBA. You know when they do the fall the and flops. they they'll go yeah. crazy and then like you know foul whatever. She she does this to the T. Like she falls and then she just starts crying. You know ah. And then my girl sees that part of it. I thought she saw everything because it was right next to her. And she looks at me like, well, but why? Why would you like what? What are you doing? Uh, like, just let her. And I'm like, let her what? Like, there's she no. Like, she's walling. Like, and she's she's fine. <laughs> and and so that's where you know we kind of like we always look at each other crazy when we're the ones being you know the disciplinarians. In, in your house, Kay, I think it's your lady, right? This is disciplinarian. We take turns. Okay. You, yeah, you guys like we, coordinate. You do the back, good cop, bad cop type of routine. I think it just really depends on which one of us, whatever happens, annoyed us. Uh, and then the so, other one just falls back and kind of tries to kind of lets it, yeah, because otherwise it's too much. If it's that's good, I, I've been work, I've been trying my best on that, and it's I've been making progress, but not fast enough. And similar to your situation, Kay, like I'm sorry, E, when I so I had just come back from vacation. While we were on vacation, I my my son, I, we talked about this ad nauseum, I think, at this point. But like, he's addicted to his device, fucking Roblox, a hundred percent of the time if he could. So when he wakes up first thing in the morning while we're in the hotel, he's like, "All right, let me go grab my iPad," and like not worrying about the only thing he does is like brush his teeth, and then after that, he's, he's just on, like, on on his device. And so it was one morning when we were gonna. Kind of you get con- you you get concerned at all when you start seeing that? I'm always concerned about it, which is yeah, kind of what pisses me off. And then I I kind of not blow up, but like I I kind of address it with him multiple times, almost every day. So this day we were getting ready to leave early from the hotel to go, you know, grab chairs at the resort and like go be by the pool and all that kind of stuff. So before we go, like you know, get your your sun lotion and all that kind of stuff together before you start doing anything else right like get prepared so we can bounce he didn't take the initiative to do that and then we're scrambling so i I get upset with him i'm like yo you see i'm like yo this fucking ipad has always got you like off off your shit and then i you know we dropped it and then like a minute later he's like in the way of where i was walking toward so i bump him kind of like a mush like you was talking about e right on his chest and i you know i kind of push him away a little bit i'm sure your wife didn't like that nobody liked it i i mean (laughs) we we kind of play like that but because it was so close to me being angry with him yeah in his mind he connected the two right this is a consequence of me not doing my thing so my dad's upset this is kind of him being upset right Mm -hmm. 
but it wasn't. I was kind of more playing with him. So it wasn't like I shoved him out of the way, like on some like crazy shit, but I did nudge him. And I could tell that didn't rub him the right way. And like an hour later, I'm looking at him and he's not good. Like you could tell something's up. So I'm like, yo, what's going on, man? Like, you all right? And it took me a little bit, but he finally shared, like, you pushed me earlier. And I was like, I was like, yo, you've been holding on to that for an hour already? I was like, yo, all right, my bad. If you yeah, didn't you're, like you're it, a dick, man. Yeah, I'm a dick. I'm a dick. <laughs> but but you know, I apologize and I, I told him, look, that's not I was I was playing, but I get why you took it that way, because it happened so quickly after I was upset with you. And you know, we had a little bit of a dialogue, and then I was like, yo, listen, no matter how crazy the situation might be or how much you think that I'm not going to listen to you, you got to share how you feel because you shouldn't be holding on to shit. Like we should have the conversation. And like, if there is justification as to why that whatever happened, happened, like I'll explain it to you in a more calm situation, but we have to address it. We can't just let that shit simmer. At least you could tell he was off. I, I can always tell with them like this. Yeah. I could tell sometimes before they're, then maybe they just don't admit it, but before they even realize it. And the same shit happened with my daughter later in the day. I didn't, I didn't push her. She was just bothered by some shit and we had the same conversation. So it was like, I say all that. Yes. To express what happened and how we resolved it. But like, do you find yourself Kay, like in situations like that with your son, just cause he's a little older than ease. I feel like you might come across it more often. Yeah. I mean, there's times where, He'll, he could do something to annoy me. And there, there have been times where it's like I may have snapped at him where I probably didn't need to, but I did, <laughs> you know, and then I can tell right away that his demeanor is like something has changed in the air and that yeah. then he'll probably, then he'll tend to like want to go hang out with mom a bit more. You know what I mean? And stay away from me. <laughs> so, you understand? Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. And is it? Do you find yourself snapping more when you're like stressed from work? Yeah, I mean, and we've had a lot. Of, I mean, between moving and work, and like, and then his all this stuff happened at the same time with just keeping up with work, my wife's new job, moving. Then it's like his birthday hit around the same time all this and and then starting a new school you know what i mean so there's just been so much stuff going on that i've definitely found found myself like when i'm in more of a stress scenario um that that did all be a little a little quicker you're sure after, on patience and, yeah and i have to remind myself that you know he's probably feeling the same way too just in a different way because of all these different changes and things that are happening too so like he might be uh, sometimes i'm wondering like damn why are you asking me so many questions when you see i'm in the middle of trying to just get things done but then i also forget that he's you know his everything is different so he's trying to he's trying to just you know feel safe you know what i mean yeah, I find that to be an issue for me as well. Like when I'm stressed out, my patient level is gone. And, and although like normal things that that my my kids will do that that either they shouldn't be doing or just, you know, would annoy anybody. But you have the patience because, you know, they're young and you kind of give them that leeway. But when I'm stressed out over something, man, I just 
my patience is just not there, and I feel terrible about it. Yeah, I also I also forget that he's young. Yeah, you know, I don't know if this happens with you guys as well. I mean, Manny in particular, since your kids are a little older, but it's almost like you know now that he's at an age where we have rational conversations and you know deeper conversations about things, and he's just so aware of things that sometimes it's 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 hard to remember that he's only nine now just 10 and so i'm thinking to myself like you know if he messes up on something or he's you know being a certain way or whatever you know i'm thinking to myself yeah he should know this already but then i i have to remind myself well damn he's still just a little kid <laughs> and I've, it's hard to it, it it is hard to put those two together sometimes especially when like i said at least for for me and the way i deal with my son he just seems so much older and aware of what's going on but i also i take that for granted sometimes because i i just see him as older than he is sometimes it's, it's one of the hardest 20 more years <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's one of the hardest <laughs> things we struggle with in our house because our kids are very bright even my six-year-old like every day we learn something new from them that we feel like we didn't know at their age right no matter which of the three and so we put that responsibility on them you know blindly put it on them like yo you're you're a peer in certain conversations in certain scenarios like you're not my kid you're kind more like you you are just you are but you're old in in our yeah. the way we deal with them right and so it is like and a lot of times we find ourselves apologizing and for those listening like there's a great power in you apologizing to your kids when you know that you fucked up because we're we're trying our best not to fuck up like that's kind of our purpose right why we do this podcast but ultimately what we're trying to achieve as, as parents but you being able to acknowledge your fault and take accountability for it and then explain to them why you're sorry and really meaningfully like have that dialogue goes a tremendously long way like we've seen it be really beneficial with our 15 year old and we, like I said, and we, we congratulate her all the time. We're like, yo, you've gone, you've exceeded our expectations in, a, in everything that you do. And because for her, she doesn't understand, like, she's just routine, like anybody. You go through your day, you're doing your shit until somebody acknowledges what you're doing. You don't even sometimes even realize how much you've accomplished. Right. And so those two things, like apologies and also like acknowledging how, how proud you are, as often as it makes sense to do so huge when it, when it comes from the heart yeah i i apologize often so i'm wondering if if too much apologies um don't count you know like work against you like it's water well, yeah i mean i think i i think of it in the context of like my son like if he if we've had conversations about things and i'm like all right i hope you soak in this in and putting it into you know using whatever mistakes you've made as a teaching tool but then, you know, then he might um, mess up or whatever. And if it's like the same kind of thing over and over again, then you still hear the sorries. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and that's another one of those, like, I don't want to be snappy or I don't want to downplay it. Because then I find myself saying, well, you know, all I keep hearing is sorry. You know what I mean? But then that, like, damn, that sounds kind of harsh. Maybe he is sorry. 
but then it's also like, well, you should know better by now. You know, you don't just right. don't do the same thing and then keep saying sorry for it all the time. Um, so maybe that's what you're feeling is that like, you know, it's that maybe it's the sorry for the same thing. And why does it repeat? You know? Yeah. I mean, that's what it, it is because I, I'm always apologizing if I feel like I overreact to something because I'm very like impulsive in my reactions to something. You know, I'm very whatever the loud Cuban guy that's going to be like, you know, <gasps> and then I feel like, you know, maybe that was a little too much or, and I say, you know, I'm sorry. And I, and I get down to her level. My daughter usually is the one. Um, and I tell her, I'm sorry. And I just feel like, man, I can, can it, does it mean something if you continue to do it? I mean, I don't do it that much, but I just do it enough where I'm like, either I have to correct what I'm saying. Sorry for and You know, like, why can't I just correct this? Or yeah. it's just not that she's gonna be like, you ain't fucking sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think it starts to I think it does start to mean less the more you hear it. Especially if it's especially no matter parent or adult, if it is tied to the same kind of thing. Because right. that means whoever is sorry isn't really trying to correct what they're or having a hard time correcting what what it is, whatever it is they're sorry for. And if and it could be like what you said, it could be teaching them. That it's a word to just be using. Like my daughter's always like, I'm sorry for everything. And mm. it's like, but then she'll do it again right there after she says, I'm sorry. And then she'll say, I'm sorry, right? After. And it's like, yo, what, why are you even using the word sorry anymore? Like, <laughs> right. you should just be telling me, I'm going to do it again right now. Yeah. I, I I think, so I think there's both, both things can be true, right? If you, if you're constantly saying sorry, then yeah, it's going to, it's going to water it down and it's going to mean nothing after a while. But if, if, those I'm sorry's are heartfelt and you like really engage in like the conversation around why you are, I think it does mean something. But again, like you have to try to correct the behavior or else yeah, you, right. you fall in the rut of like, this person's not dependable. I shouldn't believe what they're saying. Right. I mean, I, I don't think I do it as much as I, in my mind that I think I do. Yeah. yeah I'm sure. And I do, and I do it heartfelt, but, but yeah, I, I was, I think about that often. I'm like, damn, you know that. Maybe she's probably like, yeah, whatever, bro. You ain't sorry. You did that <laughs> yesterday, you know? I think you still got time before that kicks in. Yeah. Fellas, I see the uh, fatherhood signal on my end. I got to I gotta make <laughs> that, that mission. That <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. And I was about to get into into uh, alternate realities and, and shit like that, but we'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> Living All right, Joe. All right. <laughs> Peace. Later, guys. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.